everybody. Welcome to Real Life No Sci-Fi with Wade and Willie. This is the... I don't know what we should call it. Sub, sub, sub. Uh, what's it called when you're when you're when you're uh, uh, supplemental? Yeah, the supplemental episode where we just sit down and chat, and we don't. I don't know. We don't really have an agenda. I think the idea is to get all our chit chat out of the way, so that so that we don't talk too much on the real episode. That could just be a ruse, though. Yeah, I know. The last time we, we the first time we did it was last week, and then we had a three hour episode, right, where we got in a fight. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, what's going on, man? What's new? Nothing. Uh, back to work this week. Uh, last week I fucking had my wisdom teeth pulled. Yeah, how's that? I've had you know, it, I figured a week later I'd be good, but there's just so much pain still. I was out for a solid week when it when I when I had mine out. I was in high school or whatever. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I it was. I think it was a solid week before I even did like solid food. Yeah, it's been it's been weird. Luckily, I like a lot of salty things. Like I like really salty soup and mashed potatoes. <laughs> Is that all you've been eating? Soup and mashed potatoes and ice cream, uh, and pudding, applesauce. I haven't been drinking that much. Because of all the shit I've been on, so i got to have a beer right now. We should also uh, just let you guys know, we're watching the first NFL game. It's on, so it's it's kind of on in the background. We're not, like, legitimately watching it, but... Uh, wow, they stopped him on fourth down. Philly-Atlanta, first game of the year. And it's a good one. And it's a good one. Um, I I feel like I've been having weird... We're, we're, have you ever seen anybody who might be losing their mind? What do you mean? Uh, like, like old you, people? Yeah, or? yeah. Do you know somebody like... Um, I mean, you know, like everybody old. Yeah. Because obviously that's a, you know, that's a big fear. I mean, what's great about it is if you lose your mind and you're not aware of it, like, you know, it's kind of like ignorance is bliss. You, but if you're aware of it, it might be a weird struggle. Anyways, I keep finding these weird things that there's a couple stories that I tell that like aren't real. I always tell this story how fucking uh, Alex Lifeson, the guitarist from Rush, his sister was married to Eddie Van Halen, and they showed him the tape of. Uh, you know their album signals that had subdivisions on it and then van halen came out with jump and that's when they switched to synth and so van halen fucking ripped them off so hard uh-huh well his alex his sister doesn't isn't married to eddie van halen but why would you think this means you're losing your mind i i just i've been telling this story for over a decade and i'm like right but Probably because you heard someone probably told you that. Yeah, but I th- I thought I looked it up. I thought I looked it up. That sounds like a story that would be pre-internet that you would never think to actually go look up. Because Jump was like what ninety? No, no, eighty-four. Jump was eighty-four. They definitely. I still think that they ripped off their sound. Van Halen was all guitar. They didn't have much synth. What's the other band you're talking about? Rush. They sound nothing alike. Dude, Subdivision sounds exactly like Rush. Like, sucks. You're, you're just jealous that Van Halen's more popular uh, than Rush. I Am I? No. 
I liked Van you Halen. Are, for sure. I liked Van Halen before Rush, though. If Rush was more popular, you wouldn't care that Van Halen added synths. Well, I just, it, I mean, I mean, they were already kind of big, and then they. Yeah, you're probably right. I, Jump was '84. I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, you know what? I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of Four Unlawful Carnal Knowledge. Yeah, Jump is old. <laughs> I Jump would have old. never remembered that. Well, it's because it, because it's fuck, right? Oh, oh, but I but I had that album. Right I liked, now, I liked Van Hagar. Yeah, I mean that's you know I was young enough where I didn't really know. V- I, I I think uh, what's his name is super cheesy. Uh, yeah, uh, David Lee Roth. Yeah, he, it's funny. Yeah, he's t- totally cheesy. You know what's a fun thing to do is look up weird sex stories from all these '80s rock bands. Well, like how Led Zeppelin like fucked some girl with a fish. Yeah, weird shit like that. I guess you know when when you when you have. S- as much sex as you want all the time, like too much sex, then you start to do weird things. And right, I don't know who's the guy who makes people poop into a fishbowl above them so he can what? watch them poop. Yeah. What? Oh, it's so it, it, Jesus! It's so it's like a big. I know, sure, somebody might have a poop fetish, anyways, but it's like I feel like you just get there when. I don't think so. You can have as much sex as you want. Why would you ever get turned on by poop? Yeah, I know. Poop is so gross. It, I mean, it is it is number one in, in gross. It, it, there's nothing, right? Do you ever just stumble upon that porn when you're surfing around? It's the it's the most jarring. Ugh, it's so gross. <laughs> and that two girls, one cup thing was like... Uh, I don't care if it was quote-unquote fake or not. Was it fake? Please tell me it was fake. I don't want to believe that it was real. Yeah, I, I heard it was, you know, just fake preloaded stuff. But I'm like, that's still preloaded. Like they shot a bunch of stuff up into their assholes. <laughs> yeah. Really? Jesus. But I could have made that up too. Well, but it did look like weird. It was like some kind of weird poop that you definitely would have had to diet. You would have had to eat and right to get well, that was, kind of poop. And it right? was weird because both the girls had the same stuff. And it was like, yeah, it was like oh, that foamy fuck. pudding. But they were still eating their, each other's puke. Oh, I never got uh, that far. They uh, did that too. I mean, on accident. I mean, fuck, yeah. I'm getting sick. On accident. What what happens in this video? I turned it off almost immediately. Um. Well, here's the thing about memories. I don't think they have anything to do with whether or not you're sane. If you looked that up, told us about it, and then next week you told me that story again, then I'd be like, Willie, you just told me last week that wasn't true. But I think like having false or wrong memories doesn't have anything to do with sanity. I mean, in college, I I have the opposite where I would like. There's this one story in college where, and I probably told this on the podcast because I'm not interesting and I don't have that many stories. But uh, <laughs> we were driving. This is college. We we're driving. There's this car behind us that's like tailgating. And they go around real fast, so we start tailgating them. It's like this little road rage thing. So they stop, and they all get out of the car. And so we have to get out, too, because I'm with, like, ex-football players and stuff like that, like hothead-type dudes. Yeah. I mean, they're cool. They're all cool dudes, but it was like they weren't going to back down. I'm sure I've told this story before, but, like, so we all get out – and these guys like aren't backing down and they have like 40 bottles in their hands like ready to smash them on our faces and stuff like that 
And then the biggest guy in our car finally gets out of the car and they get scared and they leave. And forever I was convinced that that happened to them and I wasn't there and I just heard about it. And then my friend was like, yeah, I remember when that happened to us? And I was like, oh, I wasn't there. And he was like, no, dude, you were there. Like, you t- you got out of the car and everything. And it's just like, how the fuck? Like, that, that will make you feel crazy when, like, you think you weren't a part of a story that you were. And now I remember it as if I was because my brain has rewritten it. Yeah. I used to tell another story, and I and I'm still like I don't remember if it happened to me or not. The story of uh, that guy, that actor from Sledgehammer, uh, well, I forget his name. That well, it does better be true because it's like my favorite story. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm like part. I, I for a while I was like, no, it wasn't me, and then and then I was like, maybe it, maybe it was. Anyways, the guy. Uh, it was either you or you saw it happen. Uh, so Sledgehammer was a. TV show from the '80s that I think didn't Conan O'Brien have something to do with, or oh, maybe he maybe he helped write it. it was It was a comedy. It was a spoof of I like think that's pre him though. I'm, t- I'm I'm wrong about that. He tried to, I think he tried to do something similar later, but yeah, it was like a spoof about a cop, right? Yeah, yeah, just a tough cop with the gigantic, huge ass gun, you know, and never buy the book and and whatever. <clears throat> so he was acting in this low budget movie that i worked on you worked on it too oh L- la riot la riot spectacular that's the only time we ever worked together oh no we did that uh, that fucking t- reality show oh yeah what was that called joe, joe schmo, schmo. I yeah i like that two. i like that show it was good but the girl busted us immediately <laughs> Uh, so he, he walks on to set and this is like a low budget. I mean, the movie is Snoop Dogg narrates a parody of the LA riots. So it's a fucking bad idea. And we go to all the real places. And I mean, especially, well, just because of the budget. Oh uh, yeah. Like you couldn't make that movie good unless you had a bigger budget. We did, we did like rioting scenes where the rioting happened and, and, and there were so many people hanging out and. And it was, you know, it was fucking the ghetto. And, and the producer was like, here, go buy some beer for anybody that wants to be in the background of the scene. Jesus. I'm like, okay, this feels weird. <laughs> um, so Sledgehammer walks onto set and I'm going to tell it as if it's me because it maybe it was me. I think it was, dude. I mean. Um, he holds up my hand into a fist. And well, I, wait, start it right, though. You went to, like, shake his hand and say, like, nice to meet you. I think I was I think I was going to tell him, uh, oh, you need to do that, like, as a PA, you know, your trailer's over here. Okay, right. Hi, hi. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And then, and then instead of shaking my hand, yeah, he grabs my hand, holds it up into a fist up in the air, and then I drop my hand, and he, and he grabs my hand again, makes another fist, and holds it tight, and... I hold it tight, and he takes his jacket off and hangs it on my hand, and then walks away. <laughs> and, like, here's the thing. That's the funniest story in the world if he's doing it to be funny, but he was doing it to be a dick, right? I, You know, I don't know. I mean, the whole thing was it was supposed... The show was supposed to be a comedy, but he hadn't met anybody yet, and he wasn't, like, being funny, and he was kind of a pain in the butt to deal with. You but know? I want to do that to somebody at some point, because I think that's the funniest thing in the world. Oh, yeah. Especially before you meet them. <laughs> <laughs> and if they know you're funny, they're like, ah, oh, that's funny, what are you doing? 
Yeah, no. But I so why why is that one in question? Like why is that one of these two that you think Oh, cuz I'm like at one point I told the story as if it wasn't me and then like I think it was you and Drew together. You guys were like, "No, that was you." And I was like, "Fuck. You guys weren't there, but I've told the story so many times as me." And then time went by. And then I told it as not me. I'm like, "Fuck." Well, that's exactly what I'm. That's that's what I'm saying, man. Like that's exactly what happened with me in the. Yeah, and I, I, you know what? I guess you're right. It's not losing your mind when you're just still aware of everything. You know, I'm I'm aware that I can't remember. It's not like, it's not like something com- happened and I was black. I completely blacked it out from happening. That's well, and that's like suspect too because you hear about people like uncovering memories and how shady that process is like going under hypnosis or whatever and all that suggestion therapy so it's like it's well and there's also that old adage like if you're going crazy you wouldn't know it like you wouldn't even question it right yeah yeah and i you know what i mean when you meet somebody that's old and cranky do you think that they're losing their mind. Do you think that they're an asshole? Do you give them any any leeway? What, just because they're cranky? Like, give me an example. Well, I yeah, I don't know. Just like, because, I mean, most of these stories that I'm thinking of are like weird interactions with people. People don't like to interact with people, with strangers anyways, you know? Right. Just like at a grocery store or something. Or, I don't know, but some some do. Like, some don't mind it. I think it just depends on what area you're from. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, that's why people say that, like... I, I don't know where we're at anymore with... Obviously, everybody rips on L.A. Because nobody's really from here, so there's no reason to defend it. Yeah. But everyone says everyone in L.A. is an asshole, right? Yeah. But I don't really believe that. I mean, I I talk to people, strangers, and they're fine. But I, then everyone said that about New York, but then all these New Yorkers have such a stick up their ass about New York that they'll defend it and be like, actually, New York's one of the nicest places. <laughs> and it's just like... No, 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 they're just straight up, man. You're just not used to... But I think every... Yeah, I think most people... Well, I don't know, because I'm also an introvert. So, like, I don't... I just don't want to be around strangers at all. But I would say most people probably don't want to, like, interact with strangers, you know? Yeah. But that's coming from a very, like, selfish... That's, like, a projection for sure. It's And it's weird, too, when you, when you interact with strangers that... Because you obviously... You, everyone must project their beliefs onto everyone around them. You know, you don't think that you're that you're so different from everyone. Everyone but Buddhists. <laughs> I was I was at the uh, uh, post office once, and it was taking a long time, and a couple jokes were made. I'm sure I said something. A couple people just said some jokes. Uh. So it felt like the crowd was like getting along with each other. There's a huge line, probably 20 people in line. Uh-huh. What what what? Can you remember one of the jokes? No, you know, probably something. I don't, no, not at all. Definitely, definitely like a cordial. Like, like somebody said that the line, those lines taking too long or something, you know. And what are they making the glue that goes on the stamps <laughs> back there? I could mail this myself. Just give me a. I could be in Chicago by now. <laughs> <laughs> Shit like that, and then and then it kind of quiets down, and then somebody says something kind of racist and goes racist and is like, am I right? <laughs> Wait, what? What did they say? I Honestly, I, I have no idea. It's when we were working for Stone Stanley. Oh, this is forever ago. Yeah. Okay. And I was mailing something as my job. Uh-huh. 
And then, yeah, like I was talking to this guy and he was Canadian and I, I love most Canadians. But yeah, he said something. I just remember it was something racist and he looked back at everyone. And it's like, and he goes, am I right? And it just was just so quiet. And I felt bad that I'm like, I didn't say no. It just got quiet and everybody stopped talking, stopped joking. Uh, back to quiet. Did he get red? Could you like, could you tell if he was embarrassed or not? I think that because no one, because we all had all laughed a couple times before and then it got quiet. Like That's I, what I mean. Yeah, did, I, did he get embarrassed? I, or? I, he didn't look embarrassed, but I, but like obviously everybody stopped talking. Because that's like when you're in a social situation and everyone's joking and laughing at everything and then you tell a joke and nobody laughs. That's like what that feels like. It's like the worst feeling in the world. And the thing is, is he might have just, he might have just thought it was a bad joke. Not that, that everyone is aware that you're racist. Being racist is, is tricky because it's like, I imagine it being like gay in the fifties where you have to like, sort of like put out little signals like that to see who's racist with you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> because, because I, I, and I, I, I don't know why there's such a desire for camaraderie with racists where, where they just need other people to be racist with them. I think it's because so many people have stood up to them and been a parent and be like, oh, you should, you can't, you can't think that way. And they're like, oh, oh wow, that, that's how I, I don't was feel, But I don't feel like anybody stands up to them, right? Don't, doesn't everybody just act like in the post office and you just, you just stop talking? I, well, if anybody does speak up, though, you know, it's definitely like, hey, you can't, you can't say those things. For sure, yeah. yeah uh, in India today just made it legal to have uh, same, same sex sex. India did. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I'm proud of them, but I'm also really fucking mad that like it's fucking that it's like two, a crime. It's 2018. Yeah, people would spend. You'd get almost a li- a lifetime. In prison for having gay sex. Right. As, as, as homophobic as America has been, I don't think it was ever a crime to be gay, was it? Uh, I, you know, I, I'm sure it probably was back when the Bible ruled. Well, back, back in like, <laughs> yeah, in the puritanical days and stuff yeah. like that, sure. But I mean like in the modern era. I don't, I don't know that being gay was actually a crime. No, I don't think so. Oh... Well, should we talk about funerals? Yeah. I just went to a funeral. And I hate funerals, which is like, I don't know anyone who likes funerals, but I don't understand the point of them. Yeah, it you know, a lot of times people want it to be a celebration of their life, but it's like, man, you can't help but uh, just, I don't know, man, like I get so sad and. To I mean, me, obviously. it's like to me, it's like a game show, and the game is don't cry, and if you don't cry, you win, and then the whole thing is set up to make you cry. Like if you get through the speakers, and they're telling all these stories and stuff, and you don't cry, then it's like, oh, I think I'm gonna be okay. And then they show that fucking video with like the manipulative music, like the really sad music, and then just pictures of like them with their kids. It's always them with their kids. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, and it's like, well, this is a setup. How can I possibly win? And so, and well, but my main gripe, and that's like, whatever. But my main gripe is I, I fucking don't get anything out of funerals at all. Like, I don't, I don't understand because I don't, first of all, like my buddy who died was like 30, 
eight or thirty nine maybe I think he just turned thirty nine and like when he was in the hospital, I talked to his parents and stuff like that, but I like avoided them at the funeral because it's like I don't know what to say to them. I don't want them to get weird, yeah. Like the, I think his mom was being really weird with people, <laughs> not in like a, just in a in a very, I don't, I mean, I can't put my finger on it, but the whole, it's just like, is it more awkward or, or? it's well, it's awkward. It's also just like I like we're talking about memories, so this fits in. Like I don't have specific memories like of people, you know. Like I felt so bad because I was trying to think of like stories or something. Yeah, it was well, just especially like, you know. when you're put on the spot, you know what I mean? Like, right. I can't. I, I went to a funeral recently where um, we didn't know that this friend of ours passed away, and she she passed away like six months earlier, and nobody knew. Whoa. And, and they finally told everybody, and and so the the funeral was a bunch of people, and everyone was just sharing stories, and you know, I. It was weird because somebody looked at me and was like, you, you must have a ton of stories. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I mean, I came up, I, I thought of a couple, but I was like, man, I, I couldn't think of any at the time. And I'd, See, I, that's like, that's, I've been, the, that's the worst. I guess that's the one thing is like sharing stories. Well, see, like that moment made me think, man, is everyone else... Am I so disconnected from my brain because I'm always thinking about what's happening next that I don't actually celebrate enough of what has happened or I'm so mindless going through it and having so much fun that like I because I do forget a lot of things you know my my favorite thing was would be interviewing people after like a huge party like what I say right what did I do anything well that's but that's the other thing (laughs) like alcohol plays a big role in that stuff too so if it's like a party yeah and then you know I spend the other half of my life hung over so (laughs) But yeah, I just, I, I kind of want to, I just don't understand. It feel to me, it feels like funerals. I don't know. I don't know what they're for. I don't know what the point is because doesn't everybody grieve in a different way? And like, sure, maybe some, for some people that process is to go to a funeral, but I just don't really understand the point of it. Yeah. I, you know, obviously some of it has to do with people having closure, but I'm like, you know, I've been to so many funerals and all the open casket ones that I've been to, Ugh. I can't get that image out of my head and i would say i, I never want to see an, a, a a dead body of a of a friend or family member ever again yeah i don't know why that's a thing at all why is that a thing i wonder if this all goes back to some time where like legally the family had to see the body dead or something for it to be for it to be i don't know doesn't it all seem like really antiquated like it's tradition yeah well okay like when i think because you know obviously i have a bunch of uh unwarranted and and stupid ass fears but i'm like you know they came up with the the ideas of like zombies because they buried people too early they were still alive yeah and and they would put the bell on the grave and and stuff yeah holy fuck right and now they're like that's not possible because they drain your blood so quickly and 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 they you know put formaldehyde in it and whatever it's like (laughs) the zombie thing i'm just like they if you were to bury someone alive you mean yeah yeah that's impossible right right like let's say you were alive and in a coma like well uh no chance of coming back to life because we've drained your blood what whatever i mean you know, that's just a fear that i have that like fuck what well but uh i know like when i had i had to do 
my we had like eight deaths in the family within like a three month span. Jesus, what? My, my grandma, my dad, my grandma's two sisters, uh, an uncle, like all kind. It was, and they were all from the same town. They were on Greeley, right? And I only went to my grandma's and my dad's. I missed all these other funerals, but uh, you know, I put together that montage for both of them. The did you pictures and the music and did you use uh, Green Day's uh, Time of Your Life? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what songs did you use were they like songs that they would have liked uh, my, for my dad yeah I used uh, uh, Blackbird from the Beatles and I uh-huh. used uh, the Beach Boys see uh, Blackbird is very manipulative yeah yeah it is and then so is the Beach Boys song the, which uh, one wouldn't it be nice <laughs> uh, no the slow jam uh, uh, I can't think of it uh it's their, It's a huge slow jam hit. I'm sure it is. I can't think of any Beach Boys song. Boo, 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 boo. From, from Boogie Nights? Oh. Boo, 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 boo. Right. God Only Knows. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but like, so I had to speak at my dad's funeral, and, like, I was... I was crying so hard, I, I couldn't talk, and it was, like, the most violent, like body reaction i could i don't think anybody understood me i don't think see that's you shouldn't have spoken yeah yeah because it's like obviously you're not ready and why is it up to you why would anyone ask you to do that did anyone ask you or did you just assume that you needed to i they made well i mean they, they made me and my brother both spoke i think that i just thought that i could I just, I wouldn't, I won't, I won't ever speak at a funeral. I just won't. I would fucking, because that's what happened to John. Like, so John is Carter's best friend. Carter's my friend who just died. John is my other friend who had to speak. He didn't have to. Well, maybe he did. I don't, I don't know if he volunteered or. I think he was invited to speak. Right. And so he gets up there and just immediately he has to like, just stop and take like a minute. And we're all just sitting there waiting. Just like almost a minute, just yeah. pulling it together. And then that happened like two or three times. And it's like, you know, obviously there's no judgment because like, yeah, why would there be? Um, if, if, if you're judging somebody in that moment, holy <laughs> fuck. But it's like heartbreaking too. It's like, oh shit. So I, I just, it's like, that's, that's, that's my whole thing. It's Did like, his kids say anything? No, they're too young. Okay, good. Yeah, they're oh like nine God. and eleven. His wife did, and she was kind of angry actually. Um, but you know, like not in like a yeah, oh yeah. shit, this is awkward way. But uh, she was angry because he drank himself to death. If if you don't listen regularly to the podcast, um, but uh, fuck, what was I gonna say? Uh, crying, speaking, judging. She well, was I think you know because then we. We did Leah's, um, our friend's wife, and I think it was her sister, and she just did the entire thing, the entire service or whatever, basically. I mean, they did like a song segment, and there was like the person in charge who was like, hey, I'm your grieve person or whatever. And she did the whole thing, and she was like very, I think it was her sister, but she was like super good. She was like really good. She never even wavered. So, I don't know. I don't know who could be good at that. Me I mean, either. I mean, I don't know. I mean, 
my dad had a, a military service because he, you know, was in the Navy, and uh, uh, the two kids that were folding his flag weren't folding his flag right. Uh huh. It's like they'd never done it before. Were they soldiers? Yeah. Okay. And I've, and I've folded flags before. Yeah. Maybe they were. Maybe they were ROTC. I don't know. But you got to hold it tight. You hold it tight. You do the triangles. That's like they the didn't football. hold it tight. Uh huh. And so it was loose, and they couldn't figure out why it wasn't working. <laughs> Nobody helped them. No, it was just quiet and awkward. I looked over at Bill's dad because he he was a drill instructor, you know. Uh-huh. And we were both like, "Fuck, man, are you kidding me?" <laughs> I didn't. I mean, it was a funny moment, but I was like, "Fuck, dude, how do you?" Show up and fuck something up at a funeral. Yeah, wouldn't you practice? You know that's the only thing you have to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. And the thing is, is like, uh, uh, you know, we all. What was cool was every. You know, we were all joking around and happy afterwards while we were all eating. But I'm like, sure. You know, that's one thing too. It's like two places I don't want to eat are a funeral home and a strip club. But they have food there at the funeral home. Yeah. Right. Do they? Like, See, because I've only been to, I think I only went to one funeral home that I remember. I'm sure I went to one when I was a kid. But I think we went somewhere else. It was almost like a wedding deal where you you do the wedding and then you go to the reception. I mean, I'm grossed out. I have, sure, I have tons of issues, but I'm grossed out by dead bodies. So, well, like, I, I didn't. Yeah. Like, no, well, that sounds really I didn't, weird. I didn't touch my dad's body when he was dead. Right. But a lot, I don't, I don't a know lot of people would, did, though. but I yeah. didn't. But other people are weird. And, and, and so, like, the funeral home to me, I'm like, dude, there's there's dead, there's, you know, we walk around and dead skin cells fall off of us all the time. And they're in, some of them are so small, they're floating in the air as dust. <laughs> so, like, you go to a funeral home, there's dead skin cells of a dead person in there. Well... Is that can that be true, or do only the living expel their de- their skin cells? I think it must be dead too, because their fingernails and hair still grow, so the hair, the skin must must maybe not continue, but it could fall off the same. <laughs> I'm just. Uh. But dead dead skin cells are not grosser than just dead skin cells. I mean, listen, I'm on board. I'm on board with with <laughs> not eating in a funeral home, but I just don't think that like. Dead people's skin cells are worse than uh, normal skin cells. Because it's to me, it's more like they do medical things here, right? Kind of. Don't they do the don't they do like embalming and all that yeah. shit there? Yeah. To me, that's like okay. I'm not. I don't. That seems. That's why I wouldn't. And there's a, just a dead body over there. But fuck that shit, man. I don't understand the viewing thing. I don't understand funerals in general. Like, did you enjoy your dad's funeral at all? In any way, was it therapeutic? Uh, the only thing therapeutic about it, maybe, was seeing how many people came to support. But I'm like, man, it, you, you know, when I'd see people, I'm like, you didn't have to come to this. Uh-huh. What do you mean? Like, friends of yours? Yeah, yeah. Right. So that, you know what I mean? In that way, but that's kind like, of what I feel it is. It's like, you're just going for the family to see that you went. Not, not... To, like, check it off a list, but to yeah. be like, oh, look, like, support, like you said, support. But then I'm the one where who I, like, don't talk to those people because I don't want to say the wrong thing or whatever. But also picture this. Picture a funeral where there's, like, three people there. That must happen a lot, especially in L.A. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. Maybe there wouldn't even be a funeral. 
if there were that few people yeah. i don't know yeah i mean it, i think it all depends on if you just have if you have family left or not because they're the ones who decide right if you're awarded to the state don't they just like burn you up and yeah i know fuck man and that's what's weird too hey if you're out there and you're old <laughs> thank you for listening thank you for listening <laughs> I think that what we should do is you should... And do you, you think we have listeners who are like almost about to die? No, 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 no. I mean, this is for me too. You know, I'm what, 41. Okay. Uh-huh. If you own a house and you have nobody that you are... If you haven't willed the house to anybody, I want to start like a service where you can will it to people and people can, can try to gain your affection to be the person will that gets to will your house. Otherwise, the fucking... uh, Hang on, hang on. I thought you were going to start a foundation or something that you could leave your house to the foundation and then we would find like homeless people who could live there or something. No, that's great. We could do... That's better. That's better. Because what I was going to say is... You want to start a thing where you could sign up for a house (laughs) and then before they're dead, you go try to win it by by being nice to them? Because, I mean, here's the thing. If you own a house, (laughs) if you own a house... And then uh, you die, and it's not willed to anybody. Dude, fucking banks eat this shit up, and yeah, they, they, love and they it. gain your property yeah. for nothing, yeah. and they sell it for everything. But the thing is, a lot of people who die, have they have they payments have debt, left anyway, yeah, yeah. and so it's like, well, but, that's rightfully the banks. But there's a lot of people that don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think, but I think, I don't know if, if it's totally paid off, I don't know what the situation is. If It feels like legally they have to try to find the next of can, right? Because that's... Maybe yeah, this but, is but, just a movie but, thing. But, but mostly, that they, I bet you they don't try too hard. Right. But a lot of people... Well, they probably just do the least amount. There's weird people that don't have next of kin, you know? Oh, I won't. And so it's like, hey, man, if you own your house well, and my your payments are off, me. why not create a service to, hey, man, I'll fucking mow your lawn for the rest of your life. Whatever. You don't need to... I don't know. You don't need to work for it. But I'm just saying, like, don't let your house go to the fucking bank. Right. That's all. Yeah. If it could go to a charity, yeah, great, great. Do you know what that is better? I don't know. I'm just so selfish of me to not think of that. But uh, what, so, what was your plan, though? Honestly, you would go and try to. You would go over there and like feed them applesauce, and then they would put you into their will. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't actually mind just making a friend. You know, being like, "Hey, man, who who are you?" you no, like, I know you wouldn't. But what is this scenario that you have concocted where? <laughs> People can uh, go. It's 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 a social website. So okay. so someone's like, hey, got a house, isn't owned to any owed to anybody, uh-huh. and then everyone can make a video to plea their case. Uh-huh. You can. It's like getting on a reality show. Yeah, yeah. You can talk <laughs> talk about your kids. How like, hey, don't will it to me, will it to my kid? Because uh-huh. I'm I'm not going to be able to buy a house for Moose. I may not even never buy a house that he can live in. I'm. You we know. live in L.A. There's no reason to. Yeah, but let's say we move, skip town, you know, or whatever. Uh, well, then you could. No, you I, don't. What am I going to do, though? Move to another city and get, like, an entry-level job and then just sa- start saving? Duh, that's not going to work. Well, no, you save here and then you go somewhere and buy a house. Uh, I'm 41 and I haven't sa- saved any money. I can't start saving now. I mean, well, sure. you better. you got a kid now. Sure, I'm starting to save now, but, like, pfft. I will tell you, it's you know, it's a lost cause. Start a retirement mutual fund, auto deduct one hundred and twenty dollars every month. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that for him. No, just do it right now for everybody. Set up three of them. 
Listen, yeah. I, I did that a few years ago. There's so much money in there now. Yeah, I'm not, you know, uh, the, my, the only reason why I'm hesitant is because naturally I, I don't have a consistent job. And I'm like, oh, I do have a consistent job now. Granted, I only work 30 hours a fucking week, but that's yeah, but why I can't save. I'm get, like, I got to get a better job. Well, I don't know. These all sound like weird, you just don't want to save problems. <laughs> Well, if I want to save, I should go get a job that I'm making money at. I'm not making money at this job. How? I work I work four eight-hour days. I work... That's it. Yeah, but I think I know what your rate is. Yeah, the rate works out, but then... You know, Chana's not working. Oh, she's not? I thought she would get little freelance things. She used to. The work isn't there. She she worked for LACMA for a while, and then they 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 were going to offer her a full time position, and then now she gets nothing. And she hasn't she worked once in the past year. Anyways, well, but here's the thing: even if she did work, then wouldn't you just have to get like a a nanny or some kind of daycare set up, and you'd probably just break even anyway. Yeah. Anyways, uh, uh, you know the trick is you know what keep doing comedy, sell a show. That's yeah. the money maker, right? Right, exactly. That's All right. why. I, let's let's uh, let's move on. Should we do fantasy corner? Should this be a weekly thing? I think we should just touch on like how our drafts went. Yeah, that's funny. Are you funny. happy with your teams or Dude, not? I, you know, I, I think I, I mean I'm happy right now. <laughs> well, you drafted okay. You you were the punchline of our draft because you drafted every Bronco. I know. You drafted both the receivers. Yeah. What did you get? Which, I got Royce Freeman. So the starting running back, he will be. Yeah, no, he is. They named him. Oh, okay. Uh, I get quarterback Case got, Keenum. You got Keenum. I get the kicker, the kicker, and the D. I got the right defense. Yeah. So the only one that's not is a one other running back. I didn't get a tight end. I didn't get Devontae Booker, and I didn't get Sutton. Right. Sutton, Sutton's going to be good, but just inconsistent week to week. It'll be like New well, England. Well, but Sutton, you don't need to draft either. He's he didn't go draft. He didn't get drafted. Yeah, yeah. So it's like. Pointless to- but listen, I'm watching this game, Atlanta-Philly, and man, sure, it's the first game of the season. People need to learn stuff, but boy, neither team can run or pass. It's- they both look really bad, and I don't know. Well, first of all, that's Foles. And you've got fucking two great teams. Sure, sure, they'll develop, they'll get great. But uh, 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 about the draft, you know, I am a hometown boy. Luckily, the Broncos, I think, are going to be amazing this year. If the Broncos suck, <laughs> suck, suck, just, then I'm going to lose a lot. Yeah. But I, I just but think... Why, why, why would you think that, they, that they're going to be any different? Just because all we added was a quarterback. I think, well, I, you know... And a running back. Th- I have read some articles, you know, like, for example, Elway this year drafting... Uh, he drafted different than most years. Most years he's looking for big athletes, you know, looking for the best athlete. Uh-huh. This year he tried to draft leaders. Nine out of the t- nine out of ten of the draft picks from this year for the Broncos were captains of their were captains. Okay, which is which is rare. He's, uh-huh. he's trying to draft leaders, right? To 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 build like mature like, dudes. Yeah, yeah. To build like a great com- camaraderie, great community, great. Because uh-huh. you know we've had so many old guys retire, like Champ. So he's Bailey trying to make and, us like the Spurs. We're we're trying yeah. to be the Spurs of the NFL. Yeah, and so you know our defensive end Chubb that we got, and and you know we'll picture we we just got rid of Paxton Lynch. You know, yeah. We, we keep getting these quarterbacks. He's trying to recreate himself, and these guys aren't working out. Right. 
And so now it's like, you know what, man? But I wonder, I, yeah, I think that's kind of a double-edged sword. Michael Jackson was a horrible, or Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan was a horrible <laughs> coach because, well, and Michael Jackson too. I'll bet Michael Jackson sucked at teaching people how to dance. Oh, I mean, here's the thing. Even if he, picture him trying to teach someone how to make a good song. Well, no, I mean, he did like, you, you, did you see that documentary? Uh, right before he was, right before he died, he was oh, about yeah, to do that yeah, huge the, tour. The, and he was like, dude, he was nitpicking these things. And it was like, that's let's crazy do it that again. you can even let's hear that. Let's do it again. Yeah. So these guys who are amazing at what they do, they just don't understand why other people aren't geniuses. And it's like, so I'm just saying, John Elway, yeah, he probably knows what to look for in a quarterback, but he's also probably skewed because he's just so good. Yeah, and you look at him when he was drafted, he was such a little bitch. Right. I'm not playing for that team. Yeah. Even if they draft me. I'm like, dude, that's how the draft works. No. We'll change it. Well, not if you can go to baseball. That's that's what he yeah. was threatening. Yeah, and the, and the thing is, is I don't think he ever was going to go to baseball. That was just he could have just sat a year and then redeclared. But the thing is, like when fucking Rivers was it? No, Manning. When Manning, Manning did it, it was like he had no game plan. He was just like, if you draft me, I'm not going to come there. Yeah, and this is Eli talking. Who, right. Who I hope has a terrible season well, every, but here's every the, year. But he was so smart because then you look at like, so Breeze goes to San Diego. He goes to New York and wins two Super Bowls. Breeze gets uh, wait, wait, let no, go. You're thinking of Breeze. It's, it wasn't Breeze. It was that bratty kid who ended up stealing stuff. Oh, Ryan, Ryan Leaf. Leaf. Yeah. Okay. Well, then later Breeze goes there, doesn't do anything, gets cut in favor of, or no, they traded for Rivers. I don't know. I don't know how Rivers got in the mix, but he's never done shit there. They're supposed to be good this year, but um, and then and then Breeze won one in 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 New Orleans. Yeah. So it's like he was right. The only team that hasn't won is the fucking Chargers in that in that triumphant. How many? How many? Uh, Giants. Eli Manning has two Super Bowls. Yeah, both against the Patriots. It was a couple years apart, but good. I'd rather root for Eli than fucking Tom Brady. Yeah, I, 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 really, I just hate anybody that's a Boston athletics you know, fan. I, you know, I inherently am against the bigger, to bigger money teams. Oh, know? for me, it's personal. They're just douchebags. I, to me, it's it's always like you know I can't root for the Lakers. They got so you know all these teams that are fucking that have an edge on the competition. I know that there's salary cap and all this shit, but it's like. You know, who wants to go to Iowa? I know there's not a team there, but... Yeah, you know. I mean, the Lakers The Lakers are, like, legendary. So it's like everybody wants to play for the Lakers. The also, Lakers are the Celtics. Could, could end up on TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's LeBron, probably. Oh. <laughs> He's just making his commercial shoots easier. <laughs> um. Do you believe in the uh, Super Bowl slump or the Super Bowl hangover, or do you think that's fake? Uh, I, I, I think that it's fake, but what I do think is real is after trying so hard to win and you finally win, it's easy to get lazy. It's easy to be like, we did it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, whereas before it's like, man, we'll fucking claw over anybody to get this fucking thing. It also might just be like this sort of heightened sense that you're better than you are too. And then when you start getting beat, it's like, oh, f- 
wait, why is this happening? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's all it's all mental. Like like picture even coming back to camp. You know, all these amazing athletes. Like, oh, he's not in shape to play football. He had he had a few months off. Right. <laughs> I just don't understand with teams with football where the team is like twelve guys. Right? Is it twelve? Yeah, no, eleven. Eleven guys. Right, because twelve men yeah. on the field is the penalty. Like I don't understand how like they can get. It's so weird to me that that many people can share like a sense of either, you know, because when I played tennis, it was very easy to get down on yourself because you were all alone. Yeah. When you played doubles, the other guy was there to like cheer you up. You would like help each Come other on, out. Dude, we can do this. Right. But then football, there's like twelve or eleven guys. Like, how do they all? How do they all get down and just stop trying? Well, it, if you got some prissy, the Des Bryant or somebody on the team, you know what I mean? That's like, man, fuck this guy. Right. Uh, you get the offense versus the defense. Yeah. You get the, man, we, we're doing all the work. Right. You guys can't score. We got you all the way down. Whatever. Like, uh-huh. It's easy to, to, to create little groups within the main group. And to me, that's all coaching, you know, if, 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 if co- a re- I think half of the coach's job is to get you mentally into the place where you believe that you can always win. Yeah. And sure, you can have leaders like that, like John Elway, you know, like him as a player. Well, I guess especially at the pro level, right? Because they're all like the best that there is. I know. I always laugh thinking about the worst NFL team would blow away the best college team ever. Oh, yeah. Like not hands down. Right. And and, uh, that's what's funny when you watch – college games it's like that the, there's so many defenders that could never defend all the people they play against but uh, uh just just saying that like you know there's fucking touchdowns galore it, that's what's weird when you have a game that's really high scoring you know like isn't this a great game it's like no actually it's a terrible defensive game right um let's talk about what we're about to talk about what's the uh what's coming up we're, on monday we're gonna talk about um UFOs um, being around nuclear sites. Um, we haven't talked about that before. We, we've, I think we've always loosely touched about it, but we'll talk about one specific instance. Uh, this guy Bob Salas, who was he was at the convention that we went to. He oh. it was a, a story of of um, these a UFO shows up and shuts down this nuclear facility. Right, and I uh, feel like we've talked about that. We. Did we, we talk about it that night at the convention? I think that I bring it up all the time. I don't know if we've had a topic. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, our guests should be walking in any minute. It's going to be Ryan Ridley, and we'll be talking about submarines and UFOs? Submarines and nukes? No, nukes and nukes. Nukes and UFOs? U- UFOs and nukes. Why did Where did I get submarine? Um, we have so many submarines that carry nuclear weapons. Right, but did you say that? Or no, did I... no. Oh, weird. All right. You're losing your mind, dude. Um, Maybe I just associate nukes with submarines now or something. Did you watch, what's that Sean Connery movie? Hunt for Hunt Red for October? Red, did nah. you see that too many times? I, I never watched it, I don't oh, think. Oh, it's so good. That's what I've always heard. Except but that you have an Irish guy playing a Russian, I'm sure. I don't like military movies, and I don't, I especially don't like the submarine aspects I, I would hate to be on a submarine who's the guy that was in 30 rock the big actor guy comedian in 30 rock yeah alec baldwin yeah yeah he's in it <laughs> i know 
<laughs> All right. Well, stay tuned on Monday. That's what we'll be talking about. And thanks for listening uh, to this. Um, yeah, if you have thoughts on like why funerals exist, please let me know. I don't know who they exist for. It seems, it seems like a bad deal all around to me. Don't look at dead bodies. Shit, what was our thing that we had a closing? It was like, tell me about it or let's talk about it or something. <laughs> let's talk about everything. <laughs> what the fuck was it though? It was <laughs> short. It was let's talk about everything. Let's talk about everything. Or why not talk about everything? Was That's that our closing? That's a weird thing to end on. <laughs> well, we'll go back and listen and then... Fuck. Damn it. I thought it was let's talk about everything. Let's talk about everything? But we were doing it weird. Did we get drunker last time? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about everything. We'll see you next time. <laughs>